Okay, so we're here with um, our very special guest today, Mark Wilmot from, uh, gosh, MRWS, from Mortal Coil, from Raven Box Guitars, as well, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, several others. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, several others too. I'm actually doing a few things. I do a lot of woodworking stuff under the guise of uh, Devil's Hands Workshop too. Oh, wow, fantastic, fantastic. And what kind of things are you building with that? Oh, that can be anything from uh, native beehives to giant Jenga sets. And I, I pretty much do anything timber. I'll do anything anyway. I mean, I'm one of those people who likes to learn from scratch. If I can't do it myself, I'll figure it out. I oh, see so you're one of those people that actually has talent. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I just like to get good at what I'm doing, and then I get bored and move on to the next thing. That sounds very good. That sounds very good. Um, well, I suppose we're here today, and we're talking cigar box guitars. We're talking all things, yep. any all things homemade guitars. It doesn't just have to be cigar box guitars, because um, we know you've got a few things going in the pipeline. But um, I suppose what we want to know is, how did you get into cigar box guitars in the first place? Well, it, it's it could be a long drawn out uh, answer to that, but look, I'll give you the, the quick one. Um, I, I've always wanted to. Build guitars, always. Uh, I've, I was in quite a few bands when I was a kid. Uh, well, kid, you know, late teens, early 20s. And look, I just thought, you know, one day I'm going to build my own guitar, I'm going to play it on, play it live on stage. And then finally I, I did that. Um, and in the search, before I get into that, before the, I was looking for kits. Oh, okay, so... Uh, so I found a whole bunch of kits online, but, you know... I, I didn't want to buy a kit. I wanted to do it myself. So I found, see if I thought I'd find a book. I found The Handmade Music Factory by Mike Orr. Which oh, has all sorts of stuff in it on how to make, you know, cigar box guitars, uh, hubcap guitars and a cookie tin and all that sort of stuff. I love that. So, of yeah. course, the first, yeah, yep. it's, it's really good. Uh, so I made, my first one was a little yellow Don Tomas cigar box, which I think my brother-in-law actually has. <laughs> um... And that's where it started. <laughs> and I, I seriously, I made about 20 of them by importing bits and pieces from the States and, of course, China. And it was just getting too expensive, mate. Uh, so, you know what, I thought I'd get a few bulk pieces and uh, and that's where, I, that's where I, sort of, I got into MRWS as well. Because I thought, what am I going to do with this excess? I'm not going to make 50 of these. Oh. Of course, that's not true. I've, made many, I've actually made many more than that. Yep. Sorry, I lost you for a second, no, mate. Sorry. Yeah, I, I just I had a little. No, no, we're all good. We're all good. Don't worry. It's just it's all part of the all part of the fun of live recording, <laughs> man. So we're just gonna keep it going. Sorry, I dropped the bloody phone. <laughs> That's alright. <laughs> Sorry about that. So yeah, so the MRWS. You had the excess the excess stock. Well, I had excess stock, and I thought, look, I might as well start selling it. So you know, because the biggest issue with importing stuff is shipping in Australia, as you know. Um, yep. Shipping can be quite the killer. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for anything in, in large, anything large. And I wasn't buying anything small at that stage. So I thought I'd just help out the local builders by, you know, selling parts a little bit cheaper, yep. uh, especially with postage. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, that, yeah, and that's, that's basically where it started, man. Um, and it's sort of gotten to the point now where I'm, I'm really busy and I, I would like some time to... You know, make guitars. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed that because um, when I first when I first kind of caught up with you, um, or first 
found you, I suppose, you know, on, on that wonderful thing called Facebook. Um, it was through your videos, through showing the, you know, showing off the guitars. You know, you'd, you'd be sitting there playing yeah, a yeah. playing a guitar, and, and uh, you know, just I remember sending back a couple of, oh, look, that's great, and you know, I lo- used to love the way that you that you um, love the way that you laminate the necks, and you just do such a yeah, such yeah, an probably. awesome job, you know, putting those together. And but what has been noticeable has been, you know, the lack of the lack of those the lack of those videos. I suppose what over the last year almost. It's been almost twelve months. I haven't. I have made a few in that time, but it's finding time to sit down and you know make a video to start with before yeah. someone says, "Hang on, hang on, I'll buy that." <laughs> it's gone anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was making. I used to have you know three three to six on the bench at a time. Yeah. And of course, you know, of course, because I laminate the necks, they take a bit more time and yeah. they get longer. Every, and of course, then I get busier. Uh, you know, being a I'm a carpenter, so. I try and substitute <laughs> my my wage with uh, doing a few jobs on the side. Yeah. So that between that the orders, I, my building has gotten very slow. Not stagnant, just slow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you doing? Are you taking? I have built a couple of other guitars. Sorry. I have built an, a, another couple of solid body guitars in that time. So. Yes. Yeah, so now we saw that. I've said on the um. Now you've got your own. You've got your own Facebook page, of course, but you've also yes. got the Mortal Coil. Is that the page or a group? Uh, it's a page. It's a page. So you've also got the Mortal Coil page, and you've got a, a picture of that beautiful four-string that you've done. And and it, what is that a um, uh, the the top on that? What have you used on that? Oh, it's Blackheart Sassafras. Black, and, and it's what's a lovely the, Tasmanian timber. Yeah, and what's the, the 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 that particular finish on it? It's got that amazing kind of wave running through it. What do we what do we call that? Uh, it, it's a type of spalting. Spalting. Which is, I, I I believe it's a, a a bacteria or a fungus that grows in the tree. Yeah. Um, because not all of them get it, especially not to that degree. Yeah. It can be quite beautiful, quite striking. Yeah, was it hard to work with? Because I've heard it can be a bit brittle to to, to, to to work with or tricky to work with. Oh man, it's very soft, man. Seriously, it's, it was it was difficult. It, it, every time you, you look at it, it wants to dent. Yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah, it was certainly uh, challenging to use. There's yeah. no doubt. And the body that's been what, what have you made the body from? That's actually a, a pine table that my parents bought. Oh, 30 years ago. That's the best. <laughs> it finally died, and yeah. um, I cut it up. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I like pine. I do like pine. You know, it's 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 a it's a fun, it's a fun material to work with. It's it's um, I don't know. I think a lot of people. It's, it's a few builders out there that are starting to get back into actually utilizing and and using pine. But there's a few, quite a few different species. It's not a case of getting you know getting pine from Bunnings so to. You know, do a three-piece neck or something. Yeah, no, I, I have, I have major issues with pine for a couple of reasons. I, I spent years and years building houses, you know, stick frames. Yeah. I have Araucaria pine, or I don't actually think it's a true pine, but no, nonetheless, yeah, it's pine, and so I always see it as this very light, very brittle, yellow hunk of I don't want to use you. Yeah. So I prefer I prefer my Australian hardwoods, man. I'm, yeah. I'm very big on it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, but it's it's that type of thing for the builder, for your average builder. 
Um, that's probably why, like for me, with with what I do, because I'm a teacher, full you know, full time teacher. There's a lot of um, timber places that I really like, but I can't get to them before they close. And on the weekends, I'm so busy. So I do tend to, you know, use a lot of things like Tassie oak. You know, it's got it's got a good straight. Generally, if it's got a good straight grain, it's nice and tough. That's the type of thing that I think a lot of people, uh, you know, who I suppose you don't have a huge woodworking background, tend to tend to use. But do you know any like as far as being in Queensland? I mean, if you've got any supplies that you you use up there. Uh, I, I used one uh, a local group called Lazaridis for for years, but they they've shut up shop basically to the public, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so I've got a couple of blokes around. Uh, a good mate of mine, Steve Hale, Hayes. Um, he he and I get along really well, and every now and then he's got enough timber for me to buy a piece of here and there. Yeah. Um, there's another guy, local Jeff Cash, who's a surfacer. He he basically surfaces slabs yeah. for for a living, and and he's got a Stockpile. I get some of the. I mean, I think you know the hairy oak that I have, or yeah. the flame she oak. Yeah, the and pickups are just amazing. Yeah, the pickups oh, are amazing. Mate. One of my favourite. So, are you able to do? Um, I know this is this is now me talking personally about my builds and things. Are you able to get the hairy she oak right. in fret in fretboards? Um, every now and then, I'll do a batch of fretboards in it. Yeah. Uh, and because of. Of that grain that you see, yeah. they don't do not last, man. They <laughs> people just go, "Ooh, that's fantastic!" Yeah, um, I sold a few overseas uh, to a few blokes overseas. I, I mean, I don't know how. I'm assuming they got them, but yeah. I don't know what their customs is like. You can't bring timber into this country; it's almost impossible. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I mean, if you want to, if you don't want to talk, you want to talk off air, man. We can <laughs> chat about that later. <laughs> no worries. We can do that. We can do that. Well, let's. Look, I want to move on, and we you kind of brought up the the, the the hairy oak, and obviously with the pickups. Now, you're doing some amazing things with those pickups, and you know, I mean, you obviously know how big a fan I am of, you know, of, of the pickups that you're doing. Um, you want to talk us through the pickups? What, what, how did you find yourself getting into doing those? And we're talking about the mortal coil pickups now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, look, I, I use pizos or piezos or piezos or, you know, there's a myriad of other names that people like to call that little thing uh, for the first few builds. And then, of course, I got into magnetic pickups, the, the not just the pre-wides, but I learned how to do my own soldering. And then, and I saw um, uh, those flat pickups. Well, is it Elmer? He, he does some fantastic Sixtus pickups and all that. So he, he's an yeah. amazing pickup builder. Really simple, but very, very well executed. Yeah. Uh, and I got a few of his, and I put them in, and um, I thought, you know what, I can do this. <laughs> so I, I made a few uh, hand wound, like literally hand wound them, oh. and I can tell you right now how difficult it is. The snapping to wires do about, uh, not even that. Uh, did about two and a half thousand winds by hand. How long? And I did that for about five pickups, and I can tell you now. It was not hard for me to go and purchase a pickup one, <laughs> which is what I did. I still have to hand guide it. Yeah, yeah. But but I also like I, because of my love of Australian timber, well any timber I should say, just, yeah. just you know, discriminate against the rest of the world's timber. Yeah, let's discriminate. Come on, come on. We got we got American <laughs> listeners. You know we <laughs> we have it's, look, Australia has the best hardwood in the world. Oh, it's that simple. Ben's fighting words, mate. You're going to get some feedback on that one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I actually just I've got some very nice uh, international timbers too. But look, yeah. I love them so much. I thought, you know what? I know I've seen some like 
when you've got a standard guitars and basses, you see some of them will have the same timber top as they, or the same timber pickup top as they do the rest of the guitar. Yeah. It looks really nice. So I thought I'd give it a go, and so now I make the entire bobbin, top and bottom, out of timber. Oh, yeah. It, and, and you, know, you know, I still use uh, Alnico magnets and um, uh, rare earth magnets, depending on the type. The ones that I give you, those flatliners, they're a, uh, an N42, so they're a, a rare earth magnet. Yeah, although let me tell you, man, those those you know, you know how big a fan I am of those of the, the, those flatline pickups, mate. And I, yeah, I, yeah, I do. <laughs> and I know, I know. And that's why, at least when I order them, I tend to get a few few extra. You know, I'll get a few at a time. But but I I tend to put those in my roll in my um, Rolling Thunder guitars, which which usually have a, yeah, a straight yeah, neck here, through. And um, yeah, so I, I put those basically. They just go straight onto the uh, into a cavity, and then straight onto the uh, onto the neck itself. But the thing that I really love about them is because you've you've done them, and they're really they're they're quite a a slim. The height of them is very slim. I think. Do, do you end up with with the 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 wire going wider and not necessarily deeper? Yeah, yeah. The the, the lower bobbin is the same height, is the same size as the the top of it. So I can actually go further. As most of my other pickups, the, the lower bobbin is. It's quite small, quite a bit smaller. Yeah, yeah. So those ones, yeah. So I, I usually put around ten thousand wines on those guys. Yeah. Well, they're but hot because it's because of the rare. Sorry. They're hot. Like they're... yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they are just. And the thing is, they're almost a, to me, they're like a P ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's and, what I modelled them off. Oh, they are just. They're just. They're and I think. What have I got? You've got the. Hang on. See now, I got now. I'm I'm reaching for my. This is my stash. <laughs> See, this is my stash here, and I've, you know, I just, I, I must admit, you know, I, there's at the beginning of this podcast, I've, I've got a, uh, I, I do go on a, a big ramble about pickups. I, I think I spent about thirty minutes talking about pickups just by myself. I went a bit overboard, but I've got one of these <laughs> by Wade Costumbay, oh, you yeah, know, in the states, and and that's a little golf ball that's going to go on a guitar somewhere. But I'm looking at this, and and uh, yours, what's it nine? Hang on, two point. 9K. You got 9K here on this one. Is that yep. if we're looking at power on a pickup? Because you're the man to ask. Because you're making it's them. DC resistance. Right. So how do we tell the power of a pickup? Is that generally from the from the where it says K? K. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna... okay. This, you know, that's your um. Yeah, it's it's the DC resistance. So your, your killer ohms. Yeah. So the, the higher the rating, the hotter they are. Yeah. I mean, I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. No, no, that's, I'm that's... not going to half the fun of it, isn't uh, it? I just find that because they're a single coil pickup, yeah. uh, I like to I like to have them hot. Um, it's, it's the way I like I mean, if someone yeah. wants me to make them less, I'll do so. Well, uh, so I like them hot. Magnets you got in it. And... <laughs> well, I got one of your first This is one of your first ones. It literally, literally from the first batch that I got. And it's a Are you full... Gonna... So you're trying to embarrass me? Is that what's going on? No, 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 no. <laughs> And this is the four because we're not on video. But this is the fork. This is the four. Uh, the the four pole one. Do you remember that? That's a mango. Mango. That's a, yeah. And this is this is going into this is going into the next four string lightning board that I that, that we're doing. And I've been holding off on this. And I've got a really good mate um, who who basically uh, really helped me out getting into the Blues and Roots Festival. Uh, and this is actually yeah. going to be for him. I'm not going to say his name for privacy, but. Uh, you know this. This is this is his. So I've been keeping this for a special job, and this is going to be a, this is going to be a nice special job. But this particular one, that that that's 
that first one, that's 6.6, all right? And I got one here which is 9.5. <laughs> All right, and it's, just, it's a different gauge. Also, a different gauge copper wire I use yeah, now. Yeah, I go, I go forty-four AWG, which is American wire gauge, oh. and it's zero point zero five of a millimeter. It's so it's, it's really thin. It's, it's it's thinner than your hair, mate. Yeah, so I can get a lot more wines on it. So yeah, and of course, you know, the more wines, the more power. Well, that's it. More power to you. <laughs> and I, I love that, mate. And I've got to, got to tell you, every single time I've, I've sent these, um, uh, uh, when I get feedback, you know, from not feedback, as in through through the amplifier, but feedback from customers, you know, yeah. about those those Lightning Boy guitars that I do, because with the drop-in pups that, that that you're building, those drop-in pups are the ones that go into, you know, my personal, you know, my my upper, you know, that that premium range that I do of guitars. Yep. And, you know, I just got feedback today from a guy who just said, love it, love it, love it, love it. You know, it was just so cool to, you know, just loves the sound of it. Just it's And it's great, you know, and it's just one of those, one of those yeah, fantastic yeah. things when you've got to, don't get embarrassed now when you've got a good product, mate. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a damn good I was thing. Just, I just wasn't too sure where you're going with it. You know, this is one of your first ones, you know. <laughs> oh. Well, the thing was with that one, it's, and the thing I love about it is that the timber that you're using, You've got this, you know, and it is that mango, but it's, it, again, I don't know if you can see it in the picture. Look at that. Is that, you know, it's just got that fantastic. There is some spalting on yeah. it. It's also figured mango. I use figured mango. Yeah, and it's it's just beautiful. And one of my favorite builds that I've ever done was uh, one that I actually did that had a, uh, I got the fretboard from you, and it was a figured mango yep. fretboard. And it was just yes. incredible. And it, it was on a, um, oh gosh, it was on a, uh, I think a tobacco box. Or something, and yeah. it was just a absolutely amazing, you know, just the color and that, just how it all blended in. It was, it went really, really well. But um, yeah, but look, that's that's fantastic, man. Um, last question, I suppose. And um, yeah. what's in the future? What's happening? Where, where where are we going next? Good question, man. Well, look, I've been, if if you don't mind, I'll do a bit of a plug for MIWS. I've been trying to branch out, like. I, I love cigar box guitars. I'll never stop building cigar box guitars. But I want the parts to sort of start getting a little bit more uh, higher end, if that makes sense. I mean, we're not talking, I'm not going to put Dimasios in, in, a, in a box like that. Yeah. I mean, some people might. But uh, I've started, you know, started um, supplying like blanks for uh, finger uh, pick guard material and stuff like that. So yeah. I'm, I'm sort of. I want to get into that bit. I want to start getting more into the templates so people can, you know, buy a template or whatever and go from that. Uh, I want to look at start stocking things like CTS pots and uh, we'll, we'll see. That's where I'm headed anyway. I, yeah. I want to be able to supply it to people who want to go straight off the bat, you know, a couple of bucks, yeah. build myself a, 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 a working instrument to yeah. someone who wants to spend time for their own working instrument they want to sit, play on stage, you know? Yeah, that's it. That's it, because I'm using the CTS pots and the Lightning Boys, and they're just, they're, they're fantastic. Oh, just using those pots, great. they're just clean, and they're just, just moving, just, just turning the dial. You know, you can just feel, yeah. just feel that. And the, the, um, the jacks, I don't know. You're using that. Um, I'm using the sw uh, Switchcraft jacks. Uh, moved yeah, on yep. to those, uh, for those particular guitars, and it's just, it's worth it because it's just, you can feel that. You really feel that. Um, that quality when you plug in, it, it does definitely make a yeah, difference. Yeah, no doubt. It does make a difference. So that's fantastic, man. So look, 
if someone wanted to say, hey, look, where can I buy a guitar? Where can we contact you? Well, my website's the best way to get my MIWSinstruments.com, of course. How do you spell that? <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a capital M, capital R, capital W, and a capital S? Uh, you know, I think when you type it into the search bar, it doesn't matter. It depends. Look, it, I think it works for people who are adverse to capital letters at the start of words, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Now, also, you know, in regards to the solid bodies and things like that, uh, are you yeah. taking orders at the moment from, from people, or what's happening with uh, that? Not yet. Look, I'm, I'm actually in the process of developing two different solid bodies. One's a Traveller guitar that has, it's, it's about 25 and a half inch, oh, sorry, it's a 25 inch tiny body one pickup, one volume, uh, four string, 24 frets, but will wow. still fit in an overhead compartment in an airplane. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. We really look forward to seeing those builds as they as they progress. And don't forget, mate, just chuck don't, don't just chuck them on on your own on your own site. Throw them on the the Cigar Box Guitar Builder podcast uh, group. Of course, of course. <laughs> Absolutely, man. All right. Well, hopefully, you know, we'll get a chance to talk again. It'd be great to catch up again with you. And, uh, yeah, cool, man. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, mate, you, you, you're most welcome. I really look forward to chatting to you again sometime soon. Awesome. All right. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Take care. Bye. Bye. Big thank you to Mark from MRWS and Mortal Coil Pickups. Uh, well, this has been Adam Harrison uh, from Birdwood Guitars, and we this has been the Cigar Box Guitar Builder Podcast. I think Cigar Box Guitar Builder Podcast. That's it. It's a mouthful. But I hope you enjoyed it and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you guys online soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.